Sky Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Show with Fitzy WEEI on this uh, Wednesday evening. Grab bag coming up at 9.20. You can join us anytime, 617-779-7937. If you miss any of the show, check out the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. Subscribe, download, get all the uh, hours broken down for you right there. Now, Wednesdays around this time. We've been doing Can I Get a Ruling, sort of based off of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, if you will, where Fitzy, myself, Stiz, will ask questions and things that we may run into and try to get a ruling. Like last week, I was asking um, if I was allowed in the women's restroom when I have my daughters, because my wife suggested that I could probably just use the women's room. And I said, no, I can't. And Fitzy and Stiz said, no, you can't. And then we kind of solved that. We moved on. Uh, As for today or tonight, Fitzy, uh, where do you want to start? You want to start, you know, usually I, okay. I, I right. kick things off. How about you? All right, so this, this is a kick question uh, that you could probably help me out with. You've probably run into situations like this. And this, the one that I had didn't really necessitate anything going crazy. In fact, I wasn't even there for it, but you can see how this could potentially lead to something bigger down the road. So I usually bring my daughter to her swim lesson. I didn't uh, two weeks ago. My wife did. And... I guess one of the kids in the class was like, like nonstop splashing her, like splashing her like crazy, annoying as hell, like an annoying kid. I think she didn't like it, and it was like every time the instructor would have their back to her, like she was doing that. So it's not the end of the world to me. Like it's splashing, you're in the pool. Like I'd be like, just splash back. But as we get older, or not even older, as that intensifies, what is your role? Do you speak to the other parent? Do you speak? You don't say anything to the other kid. Like, what do you? What do you do in that scenario? Uh, I ha- I wrestle with this all the time okay. because I find myself, you know, coaching little league, coaching football, mm-hmm. kids in various elementary school ages, just surrounded by so many kids that suck. Oh, they're little snots. These oh, kids, the worst. Yeah. yeah, and they like throw dirt in little league, and, like, and they don't no. listen at yeah. you. And like, my wife is a music teacher, so she's got oh, kids she deals that just with run it. around. Yep. Mm-hmm. Break crayons, you know, <laughs> give her the middle finger. And she's <laughs> like, like, what, what do we do? Yeah, like, right. So when do you, I have no idea when you're supposed to like speak to the kid and just be like, listen here, you little S. <laughs> yeah, you know? I know. I know. Or when I'm... do you go to the parent and be like, hey, could you ask your kid to stop throwing stuff at my kid? That'd be great. Uh, I know. Because like, either way, it's going to be awkward. And then you're like, all right, so how's the parent going to react? Because either if you address the parent straight on, they might be really defensive of it, and then now you have a whole thing going at at like at ballet <laughs> or like well, they're, you know they're at just soccer. Poor. Why don't we just let them sort it out? Like yeah. I don't. Well, this is not. I'm like, well, I haven't trained her self defense just yet. Like we're getting there, but we're not we're not there yet. So like I don't know what to do. I feel like it, I'd it'd probably be better to talk to the parent. I guess I don't know. That's weird. No, I think you kind of have to. Because you can't really, like, especially at four. Like, four is too young to be, like, talking to the kid. Because if I saw a parent, like, yelling at my kid, I'd be like, whoa, hold on a second. Like, that's Who not. Who are you, tough? Hey, tough guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I pick up some of your old size. 
Yeah, you know, you know I think, someone? I think you have to. Like, I, yeah. I've... Yeah. God, that's so awkward. It's annoying. I hate, You know what the worst part is, too? When the parent is really cool, and you're almost, almost are like, I think I could have a beer with this guy. Yeah. But the kid sucks. The kid's obnoxious. Like, we can't be friends with this person. We don't want to be dealing with... And spending any more time with them. Well, then, that, now that sort of begets the next level question. Okay. Like, um, you know, like, do you, like... What do you do when like you like the parent but the kid sucks? Like is the is the kid is the, is the little kid being a dink? Yeah. A deal breaker. Yes. Now, I also uh like I have enough friends, brag. I have two. That's all I need. I don't need any more. So I'm not trying to be friends with every kid's parents anymore or at at, at any point in my life. So if the kid is already going to be super annoying and you can envision down the road there's going to be situations where the cool parent's not even with you and it's just the annoying kid with your kid, I hey, no thanks. I'll, I'll pass on that. Yeah. yeah I don't it's need, tough. I don't need that. Um, on the kid subject. Yeah. Okay. So I got an 11-year-old and a 6-year-old. And the 6-year-old is very six. Um, <laughs> He's all of six. All of six. Okay. And very six. Yep. And like, um, <laughs> I mean, we've had issues... Like anytime he passes gas, no matter where it is, he's just like, "Hey, Dad, guess what? I farted!" And it like yells which, it out loud in public, which is hilarious. Which yeah, is that's pretty funny. I'm gonna, I gotta yeah. stop you there. That is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're talking to a fart audience. No, over no, wait here. a second. Like, wait a second. It gets way better. Okay. Yeah. Like the other day, he said, "I forget where we were," and he said, "Dad, I'm hungry." And, uh, and I, I said, "Oh, really? What do you want, buddy?" He's like, I want some nuts. And I was like, please don't. He, wanted, he yelled out loud in public. He's like, I want D's nuts. D's nuts. Time for D's nuts. Now, yeah. when, like, how old is it? So, mm. like, where's the line of demarcation for, like, age where it's like, it's okay. He just learned these words. Obviously, we'll coach him out of them. Yeah. But, like, you know, and, I like, think where parents are like, are you really? Are you like, what are you letting your kids watch? Like, right. what you, why is your... Why is your seven-year-old or your nine-year-old yelling "D's nuts"? <laughs> I feel like it's kind of a, a sweet spot for "D's nuts" jokes. Again, it's kind of—I think anywhere from seven to seventy-seven is a good sweet spot for "D's nuts," and that's the ruling, wouldn't you say? My wife is horrified, and of course, I have to hide my face every time because he's like, "Dad, I'm hungry for D's nuts." Yeah. All right, we're gonna get going. See if we can get you some pistachios. <laughs> I farted. Yeah. Well, so that I like too. That, I mean, again, probably anywhere from 7 to 77. You should probably put a cap on. <laughs> Can't do it any longer. God, yeah, so no, hard. that's, uh, yeah, I don't know what you do. Because I think it's kind of funny and you can kind of like look around. You can kind of, you can read the room in those situations, right? Especially if you got the grocery store. There are some people there that they will acknowledge your kid. Because I, my four-year-old already went through the phase. She still occasionally does it, but she'll say hi to every single person at the store. Like every single person. Oh, that's adorable. To most people, some, some people aren't like, I'm like, they're like ignore. Her. I'm like, it's quicker if you just give her like a, just acknowledge her and we can, we can all move on. They're like looking at the, at the cereal. It's like, you can hear her. She's right in front of you saying hello. So just say hi. But uh, yeah, no, the, 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 the farts is actually, you know, this, we have a call here during, can I get a ruling as it relates to this? Let's go to Dave and Dedham on the uh, kid parent uh, situation. Dave, what do you have? Gentlemen, I feel like I have a good solution as a father, an overprotective father of two young daughters. Mm-hmm. I find an effective technique is talking to the other parents through your daughter, which is just like, you know, you know, hey, just 
move away from that little boy that keeps splashing you. Mm, you know? So, yes, yes, yes. So you're so talking you to her, to but what you're there. saying is very much to everybody else. Yeah, you can also do that with your wife. Okay. <laughs> you can also – it's a great technique. All right, very good, Dave. Thanks for right, the thanks, uh, thanks for the advice there. See, takes a village, Rich. Not a bad approach. Not a bad approach. Uh, what what else do you got? Uh, here's a question. What uh, speaking of like maturity or doing responsible things? When is it oh when is it okay, or when do we have to stop like pranking our friends? Like as in si- like let's say you know your friend leans one way mm-hmm. politically. So you go to the diametrically opposite website, you know, of like the, a certain political party and sign them up for a newsletter just to oh, piss them off. Yeah. I don't you know? think there's an expiration date on that. I think that I think it's all good. As long as it's like solid, like a good burn or a, like a nice roast. I think you keep going with that as long as you can. You want to know something hilarious? I do. I just recently, I well, not it's going on right now. I'm currently in like kind of a tiff with a very good, very close friend of mine because at the royal, at the, my little royal rumble party, he <laughs> fell asleep on my couch, right, mouth wide open, snoring. I took a little video, posted it to my Instagram stories, <laughs> lost his mind. Oh, he didn't like that. No, the he next fell day, asleep at your house. Yes, yeah. and the next day he hit me up. Dude, why would you do that, dude? Oh, that's why not funny. You, that's why not would cool. you do that? I'm like, dude, like, stop Seriously. being too cool for school. Yeah. Like, you're fine. No one is looking at it like, oh my god, look at this guy. Uh, oh, that's outrageous. Yeah, it's been like three weeks since I've talked to him. That's kind of crazy. Come on now. Yeah. 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 Did you like draw with like Sharpie all no, the face? No, like, no. what's the problem? You know what I mean? Like, there are so many worse things that there I are could see you being things. legitimately upset yeah. about. Definitely. Um, one one other last one. I know tipping becomes a big question, and yeah, the, the yeah. debates oh, yeah. all over the radio on it. Does do you have to tip every single service person now? Like, I mean, I can't even begin to like. You should just be able to go to a, like. Good. Like we tipped people at like breweries and restaurants yeah. whenever they yeah. just gave us our takeout because we felt bad that they were shut down. So we were helping keep them afloat. Right. And we've right. talked now about like, well, now post pandemic, everyone expects like 20 percent. Like I pick up two four packs. The guy literally turns around yeah, to I the know. cooler, grabs them and hands them to me and then expects five bucks. Get out of here. No, I can't go down that I, road. I can't even go there with that. But like the so like if somebody comes in and like services the furnace. Like they used to just do that, and that was that was it. Yeah. Or they like, you know, I got my, I changed wife, I changed internet providers. Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that was awkward enough with the breakup call. Yeah, right, right. Um, I know. Does every was, person that show up to your house? Do you have to tip, tip every, all like, of them? Everyone kind of like goes super slow on the exit now, like kind of waiting uh, for a t- like, like all some- right, good stuff. <laughs> they're, hanging, they're hanging around. So like, yeah. if there's anything else, I- yeah. Hold on. I know. Honey, well, yeah. a lot of those people have, like, they charge you just to come out anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, at that point, like, so that's not included and you got a tip on top of that. Like, what if you didn't even fix anything? Yeah. You just, you just looked at it and told me what I might need to do. Yeah. If you yeah, pro- you provided thing. an evaluation. Like, here's an, here, like, I came out and did a survey or an estimate. I got to tip you for that, too? No yeah. way. No, you no can't. way. That's bonkers. Yeah, that is. All right, there you go. There's Can I Get a Ruling every Wednesday around this time on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy. We can get to more of your phone calls at 617-779-7937. And we got Grab Bag coming up next, but right now here is Stiz with What's Trending. Your home of the socks. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. 
All right, let's get you caught up one last time with what's trending now on WEI. Sad news coming out of Fenway. Stacy Wakefield, widow of Red Sox former pitcher Tim Wakefield, has passed away. Her passing comes just five months after the passing of her husband, Tim Wakefield. Both Stacy and Tim battling cancer before their deaths. The Red Sox announced Stacy's passing and distributed a statement from the Wakefield family. Sox uh, spring training continued today. The Red Sox lost to the Nationals 3-4 down at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches in Florida. Sox will host the Tigers tomorrow down at JetBlue Park in Fort Myers. First pitch at 105. Don't forget, you can catch that game live on WEI 8.50 a.m. The Celtics have made it nine straight wins after they beat the 76ers last night at the TD Garden. Jalen Brown, 31 points. Jason Tatum, 29. Kristaps Porzingis, 23. Celtics have the night off tonight. They'll be back on the court Friday night when they will host the Mavs. Tip-off from Causeway Street at 7.30. The Bruins also had the night off tonight. They'll be back on the ice tomorrow night when Bruce Cassidy and the Golden Knights come into town. Puck drops at 7 p.m. from the TD Garden. And according to the Boston Herald, the Patriots have met with UNC's Drake May, LSU's Jaden Daniels, Michigan's J.J. McCarthy, and Oregon's Bo Nix at the NFL Scouting Combine. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keith Show, including Grab Bag, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keith Show on WEI. The Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEEI. Hopefully you're having a nice Wednesday. No Celtics or Bruins tonight. But you know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. It's time for Grab Bag. It's time for Grab Bag. Not messing around tonight, Fitzy. It's time for Grab Bag. All the stories we couldn't get to in the first three-plus hours of the program. And I mentioned no Celtics, no Bruins, but he did have Red Sox Grapefruit League action this afternoon where they lost 4-3 to the Washington Nationals. They can't lose when Stiz is producing, but Stiz didn't do that game. You're back at though tomorrow and Friday, correct, Stiz, doing those games? That's right, Rich. Yeah, all right. That's right. That's too bad for us. Good for the Sox. <laughs> yeah, he's fired up already. That's right, Rich. Two games in. That's right. Uh, Josh Winkowski got the start. Two scoreless innings for him. Uh, look at the lineup. It was guys like Bobby Dahlbeck today, Rafaela, Hamilton, Reyes. Really, really nothing all that, all that exciting. Yeah. You think the Greg Hill show was in attendance? Oh man, they must be. Uh, They're down there. Might be the biggest stars at JetBlue. <laughs> <laughs> it's grab bag time. Celtics in action tomorrow, taking on Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks and Kyrie Irving. But Luka, who had forty-five points, I think it was last night, and like fourteen assists. However, the Dallas Mavericks lost to the. Uh, Oh, shoot. I thought Cleveland I Cavaliers. I to the Cleveland Cavaliers, and it was on a uh, pretty dramatic game ender. And uh, it was a back-and-forth game. Donovan Mitchell had a really nice game for him. But, uh, no, where is this son of a – oh, here we go. This is how the game ended. Uh, here's the call from Cleveland. Two seconds left. The Cavs are out of timeouts. They have to go 94 feet. Struce from midcourt. 
Reed. Miss! Whoa! <laughs> My goodness! Max Struess from midcourt has won it for the Cavaliers. 59-footer for Max Struess and at wow. the horn, a true buzzer beater. And uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers defeat Luka, Kyrie, and the Mavericks. So that's pretty pretty good stuff. Yeah, the Mavs had just hit a layup to go up by one. 2.6 seconds left. Get him the ball. Mm-hmm. Noted Celtics killer Max Struess, who most remember famously mm-hmm. as the guy who hit a three to tie up that playoff game, that game seven against the Celtics. But then during a commercial break, upon review, they changed it back to a two. That's right. Remember that? Remember that's that was right. a big moment in that game seven. Yeah, he was one of those guys that was... Uh, like he he's not this good. I remember getting so frustrated. Like Max Struess, like Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, and Caleb Martin. Like please, these guys aren't that good, and yet uh, they were for that time. Grab bag. Well, speaking of basketball, we mentioned how the other night the Raptors won three straight games, which made it uh, allow them to have a pizza party because Darko wanted a pizza party. Their head coach, and they did, and I think they're now are going to be a team to fear. And a big part of that game was rookie guard Grady Dick from Kansas. Grady Dick had 18 points off the bench in 23 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Toronto guys, well, they couldn't help themselves. Dick stays out there. Nike all over him. <laughs> and he got it. Grady Dick's third bucket of the game. Brings it back to 19. Let's just call him Grady. Let's just call him Grady for the rest of the day. He's killing it, you know. <laughs> let's, just, let's just stay with Grady. A job by Najee as the three goes. For Grady. For Grady. And Grady knocks down the three-point shot. Dick gets it. And he went under it. Dick out on the perimeter. He'll take the mid-range this time. That's a nice shot by Grady Richard. That's a nice shot by Grady Richard. <laughs> Not that time for Dick. Grady Richard. That's 31 assists on three turnovers. Dick couldn't finish. So Dice got one. Jordan just got one. And, and Richard got one. Grady Richard got one. Dick, Excuse me, three. Dick Grady it. Richard got three. Dick filled it up again. So that was from the <laughs> Raptors. That was from the Raptors. That's like a scripted routine. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that, That's was... out, that is outstanding. What's your favorite? Grab bag. Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Marquez Valdez Scandling, MVS to the football fan, released by the Kansas City Chiefs. He uh, is going to save the team like $12 million. And that guy has played his whole career with Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. And it's just one drop pass after the other. And then just when you're ready to completely write him off, he does come up with like a big play, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess that's why he's there. But yep, got a ring with basically one big catch yep. against yep. the Ravens. The guy's got millions of dollars. Yep, and I would bet my bottom dollar that you will see him in the Meadowlands this fall. Yeah, there's going to bring him back. Yeah, I mean, like MVS with Aaron Rodgers incoming, Devontae Adams. Yeah, they're all good. <laughs> Let's get the whole gang back there. Yeah, I don't, I don't see why not. Oh my. God, Becky, look at her grab bag. It is so big. Uh, speaking of the Chiefs, there's a story, Fitzy, that the uh, Chiefs of Hulk fan is mm-hmm. uh, facing a little bit of time after uh, several crimes. Yes, he may be in trouble. This uh, broke this afternoon yeah. via NBC. Chiefs superfan Chiefs of Hulk has pleaded guilty 
to charges stemming from 11 bank robberies <laughs> across seven states. I mean, people are still robbing banks? I mean, I guess. Um, he faces up to 50 years in prison, has oh. to give back his autographed painting of Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> and has to pay $532,000 in restitution. That's Chiefs of Holic. <laughs> Chiefs of Holic. He made some bad choices along the he way. He and uh, He was addicted to the Chiefs. Well, yeah. He had to pay for his addiction. He loved the Chiefs. I, all I was thinking was when I read that story earlier today, like, you know, just round up all of the celebrity Chiefs fans. Like, yep. here comes the movie. It's going to be a comedy. Paul Rudd. Paul, Jason. So Paul Rudd plays Chiefs of Holic. Yeah. Paul Rudd as, as Chiefs of Holic. Jason, so J- Jason Sudeikis, Sudeikis as, yeah. the, uh, lo- as the local, you know, lawman charged with bringing him in. <laughs> And you ca- and then you cast um, uh, a, a Rob. Uh, what's his face? Rob um, Riggle. Rob Riggle is Andy <laughs> Reid. And then you get Chalamet yeah. to play Mahomes. Yeah, I think he nailed it. I think it, people would watch that. Just robbing banks left and right. So it's kind of like Hell or High Water beats the town. <laughs> You're literally meets- inside my head. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good movie right there. That is a tremendous yeah. movie. Yep. Stiz, have you seen that yet? I think we recommended it to you a while ago. No, I don't think I have. Hell or High Water is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Tonight, Definitely. Dr. Cold one, Hell mm-hmm. or High Water. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, which one of you guys ordered the grab bag? Uh, more sad news. We were talking about Virgil passing away today at the, uh, at the age of 61. And uh, Richard Lewis, Richard Lewis, the, uh, the legend... Uh, also today, and so here's one of the many highlights from Curb. I have better news for you. I'm leaving you in my will. I'm tweaking it, and you're in it. No, 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 don't, don't do that. It's done. You're in. I don't want to be in it. I, got, I have money. I don't need it. Give it to someone who needs it. When I die, I want you to know how much I care about you. No, I'm not going to keep it. I'm going to give it to charity. You're my best friend. You're getting it. No. I'm it, making a Sherman-esque statement about the will right now. I'm sick of your historical references. If nominated, I will not run. If bequeathed, I will not accept. Well, I'm bequeathing. Well, I'm not accepting. Well, you'll have to accept. Don't give it to me. Don't hurt my feelings. I'm not going to keep a penny of it. You're hurting me. Thank you, but I don't want it. I'm giving it to you anyway, pal. Oh, my God. So he was. we talked about Curb not too long ago because the final season has just started. And all the different people that have worked with Larry on that show over the years. And there are so many good ones. And it was Richard Lewis, I feel like, very early on in the show that helped launch it to where mm-hmm. it is and, where, and, and how we look back on it uh you know like super dave osborne clearly like you know fantastic oh, the great bo- r.i.p the great bob einstein yeah like so good and then uh you know cheryl obviously had a lot of seasons working and then now jb smooth and like so many but richard lewis like when those two guys that might be the time where larry might be having the most fun is just going back and forth with richard lewis i have watched four or five separate clips today of Richard Lewis and Larry David arguments, and they're just apps. I could watch them argue for hours. And yeah. Richard Lewis was a, a really, like, never became a movie star because he didn't have that kind of charisma. Right. But Larry David, and, you know, my rule is if Larry David thinks you're funny enough, then you're funny enough for me. Yeah. Um, seriously. Um, he just became a great supporting character, total mensch, uh, all the comics, all the pros, pros. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved him. Um, but of course, it was Larry David who came through today with the. Um, absolute tearjerker but a perfect punchline type of thing what did he say he said uh i loved him i loved him my whole life uh he was one of the great comedians of all time and a dear friend today he made me sob and for that i will never forgive him fantastic like the 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 perfect line is is right gotham won't be safe 
until there's grab bag for all. Uh, Stiz has mentioned this in uh, trending, and man, it just it's un- unbelievably sad news today. Stacy Wakefield passed away just months after Tim, and we knew both of them were uh, battling cancer, but Red Sox announced it earlier today that uh, Stacy Wakefield has passed, and man, you just you think about their kids and just all of their family and all of their friends, and un- unbelievably sad. I mean, I don't know what, what really what else to add to it. No, it's, you know, that her, she never was able, ever to really even the like properly mourn her husband because she herself was in the fight of her life. And, you know, at least she would, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's awful. It's, it's, such a, it's such a, it's such a, such a sad story. Uh-huh. Really uh, Taylor Swift story as it relates to the chiefs. It's something she did for the chiefs offensive line. Tell yeah. us about that. Was there ever a moment during the year where you were like, whoa, I don't know, this might be too much for us? I really didn't worry about it. I, I knew her dad and her mom, and I had met her when she was young. Since the uh, queen has passed away, she might be the most famous woman in the world. I right? don't disagree uh, yeah. with you. You're right. She's so grounded for who she is. Yeah. I think it's a great escape for her, where she can come in and she sincerely enjoys the games. Yeah. And kind of behind the scenes, she uh, you know, she likes to cook, so... She made the offensive linemen these homemade Pop-Tarts. Oh, wow. So it was over. What? Right, was Taylor <laughs> Smith yeah. homemade yeah. Pop-Tarts? Yeah, so it was over. She knew right where to go. Taylor Smith. Did you get one? Did you get the rest of the it's team? Over. Right. Did they it's give you one? <laughs> no, she didn't give me one. Like, <laughs> Damn. And the offensive linemen definitely <laughs> didn't give me one. Right. What? Right, Taylor <laughs> Smith? Yeah. <laughs> What? What? Taylor Smith. <laughs> what? What? Taylor Smith. <laughs> She's got to be the most famous, most famous woman in the world. Now what? here, Taylor Swift. I have a can I get a ruling? Yeah, please. Do you tell Taylor Swift that her Pop-Tarts taste like crap? Well, if they in fact do, she apparently likes cooking. Maybe she's good at it. Also, who makes Pop-Tarts? Yeah, I've never heard of it. I've never heard Pop-Tarts. that. I, Rich, believe it or not, oh. I have a, I had a buddy. I would see it when, I, when voiceovers were my primary source of income, mm-hmm. like back 10, 15 years ago. Hi, good evening. Nick Stevens. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I had a guy I ran into all the time at auditions, and then he stopped going to auditions. Because he and his wife got into a business where they made gourmet Pop-Tarts. Get out of town. And it went so well, their clients included all these Starbucks in New York City and the five boroughs, Whole Foods, and they basically became the gourmet Pop-Tart king and queen of the five boroughs. Holy smokes. How about that? That That's good good business. What? (laughs) Taylor Swift. No, wait a second. Now, I, I have a can I get a ruling on top of... Of course, does you tell her it tastes good? It's uh, it's yeah. It's Taylor, uh, it's Taylor, Taylor Smith. Taylor Swift. Okay. Taylor, Taylor Smith. <laughs> um, do you eat the pop tart or do you sell it? Do you know how much? Oh, I was gonna say Taylor Swift made call. this. You could go online. There'd be some wacko out there that would. Oh, spend... that's fetching at least ten thousand dollars. Yes, at least. Now you have a to be able to made pop tart. You have to that's prove good. it somehow, right? I mean, maybe you get a you snap a picture with her or something. But yeah. Yeah, that would go for that uh, a king's ransom. What? <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> what? Oh, wait a minute. Why I tell you, I tell you, that's the finest grab bag this town has ever seen. All right, big time show recommendation for you. TV show recommendation for you. Yep. First two episodes came out last night. I watched the first one. It's on FX, which means it's also on Hulu. Shogun. How is it? 
Awesome. Oh, okay. my God. Now, this thing looked awesome from the trailer. Like, right from the jump, this was one of the more anticipated shows of the year. I guess it's based off a book, one that I'd, I'd never read, but it's, like, historical drama. So I think some of these characters are based off of real characters. So I'm sure there's, like, a lot of fiction to it there as well. There are three but, books my mom okay. made me promise that I would read. All right. And I've read none of them to date. And I know one of, the, and I know one of them is Tom Curran's favorite book, Lonesome Dove. Okay. Uh, also, rich man, poor man, and the other one was Shogun. And I and I have a giant hardbound copy yes. that she read when she was pregnant with my brother, forty some odd years ago. Everyone loves that book. The old miniseries on TV years ago was you know, kind of hokey, but people like it, the ratings were through the roof oh, back then because okay. the book was so huge. But the I thought the raves for Dune 2, Dune Part 2, were through the roof. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Shogun is on more fire than uh, Dune Part 2 right Man, now. Man, Shogun mean, was a blast. I loved the first episode. It reminded me of uh, Game of Thrones where you have like a bunch of characters. So right now you're in the feeling out process. You're trying to figure out where everybody is, like who's on whose side, who's working against each other, who's doing all of this. But it, unlike Game of Thrones, this takes place in like the year sixteen hundred. You know, you're in Japan, but they're also Feudal dealing Japan, with like, right. yeah, you got like Portuguese. You got you got another guy that's coming in off a ship, and so you're dealing with all this stuff, and it's it's crazy. So I think it's a ten episode season, and uh, it's two are out now, and then it's gonna be one a week until it's done. But I like it quite a bit. Uh, speaking of, kids love grab bag. Next to hashtag dork podcasts, we're going to do Dune Part 2 on Sunday night, as well as Denny Villanueva movies. All of Denny Villanueva movies, which I haven't seen all of them because the first three he did, I think, were all in French. Not that it means I can't watch them or won't watch them. I just haven't to this point. But all of his like American movies I have seen, except for Dune, which I'll watch this weekend. They're all good. That's the thing. He doesn't have a bad movie. He's nope. one of a, a handful of directors like Nolan and Tarantino who don't have a single bad film on the resume. Yeah, there's like there are directors that go on streaks, like hot streaks. Like yes, I always say, yes, like yeah. John Carpenter from like Halloween all the way up to They Live had like an 11 year streak that where everything he made, The Thing, Big Trouble in Little China, amazing. John McTiernan, he had a three. He may have the most inarguably perfect three movie stretch. He did Predator, Die Hard, Hunt for Red October. Yeah, that's pretty strong. That's tough to Yeah, top. yeah. But Denny Villanueva is, I mean, you're talking, dude, this is... It's un- ridiculous. Look at the, wait, hold on, ready? It looks this? fake. Yeah. Sicario, Arrival, Blade Runner 2049, Dune 1, Dune 2. Oof! Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you, Prisoners is really good. Don't sleep on Prisoners. Such a good flick. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, Watch Nick. Prisoners, dude. Ooh, that's an, it's an intense movie, though, Nick. It's intense. It now. might be... It, it was on Netflix last time I watched it. I don't know if it's still there. They always go in and out with movies. We have we have ways. And I just watched Enemy, which was his first movie, uh, at least American movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was with Jake Gyllenhaal playing two roles. That was a psychological thriller. Kind of odd. It's kind of weird. I would say it's the worst of the bunch. But like, mm-hmm. if that's the worst of the bunch, like it's an insane stretch that he has. Gyllenhaal shines in psychological thrillers. Yes, no, he was great, and, like, the movie was legit good. Like, I would recommend it. It just happens to be his weakest one. But You know, it's funny, too, because Sicario may come across as, like, his most mainstream fodder, yeah. but it's not really just, like, it's not a traditional action no. movie. That said, no. what a friggin' movie. What a friggin' movie is right. Oh, my God. 
So anyway, yeah, I'm looking Ooh, looking forward now, to that. Now, Rich, with your busy radio work schedule and taking the kids to the mall and yeah. who's in the bathroom now and when, when are you <laughs> going to find the time to see Dune Part 2? I know. It's tough. I think it's probably going to be like a uh, Saturday afternoon type of viewing experience, I believe. Because you yeah, bring fr- the kids? Uh, yep. They, I, they watched the, sat down and watched the first one, so they're all caught up. They're not going to be lost. They're not going to be asking me questions. And then they're <laughs> Get gonna, in their house of yeah. trady shirts. <laughs> and then they're going to be all in on this. Yeah, we're all dressing up, obviously. And here comes the grab bag. Grab, grab bag, 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 grab, grab bag. Let's grab a call in the grab bag. We have Benny in East Longmeadow. What's going on, Benny? Hey, what's going on, boys? Appreciate nope. you guys taking my call. No problem. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, all right, perfect. Um, so my bad about that. I'm just getting back in the car after the story dash. You guys are talking about tips. Oh, you got me fired up. Um, <laughs> you know, we live off of this thing. First off, shout out to all my DoorDash drivers out here. It's my first mm-hmm. day. I love you guys. Um, we're a family, you know. Um, so when it comes to tipping, I think it's super crucial. Tip the guys that are out there, you know, spending their grass to get you guys your food because you won't get off your ass. You know what I mean? Um, second mm-hmm. thing, when it comes to pr- when it comes to pranking, um, you know, I'm all for it. Um, I'm 27 years old now. I think it's, um, it's a valuable tool in terms of keeping relationships and friendships going. Um, I know my friend's got a PlayStation 5 for sale. Um, the number's 413-636-3885. That was, do I, do, uh, I, I hung up on nope. him. I don't think we got the last nope. number in there, but yeah. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's pretty that, good. That, that was, was Benny, we always, that was well, always tip pizza delivery guys, the DoorDash guys, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, I was just yeah, talking yeah. about no the doubt. people that give you something across the counter. Two, the, 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 the hanging setup. in there for the ending, the setup was tremendous. The setup well was great. <laughs> I was like, well, well wait a minute. And then I'm like, oh, that's just good stuff. Well done. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a grab bag. Uh, and it looks like, Fitzy, we're going to get a Naked Gun reboot. They're rebooting everything. I was looking at the uh, movies that were coming out in 2024, and it's just insane how many either reboots or sequels that are like long after the fact or whatever else. That's what half the movies, I would say, are currently. Oh, easily. And yeah. there's like a Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead remake. Yes, there is. Out, uh, which is ridiculous. That's Roadhouse. One of the best trash movies. Roadhouse movie is coming out in a few weeks, directed by Doug Lyman on Amazon, I think, or maybe Netflix. Um, but yeah, so in July of 2025, the Naked Gun reboot, if you will, it's going to be more of a requel, as I've found. Okay. I, I think Liam Neeson, who's the star, is going to play the son of Frank Drebin in this movie. Now, if it's as bad <laughs> as Steve Martin's. <laughs> Inspector Clouseau, Pink Panther movies, then I'm going to crash Earth into the sun. However, yeah, no, I don't know. What gives me hope for this being decent is Liam Neeson comedy appearances like this gem from Ted 2. I'd like to ask a few questions about this breakfast cereal. Uh, yeah, yeah, box of tricks. That's right. I've been led to understand that tricks are exclusively for children. Is that correct? <laughs> well, I, I mean, they say... Uh... Tricks are for kids in the commercials. Uh-huh. But... Uh-huh. And is that enforced by law? Uh, n- not to my knowledge, no. <laughs> so if I purchase these tricks, there'll be no trouble? No, no, you, you, sh- you should be fine. <laughs> that scene is random. Gold. I love it. Yeah. No, I love it. I've been, I'm in on that. I think, I think, I think he'll be good. I'll watch that. That's one that I'll, I'll definitely watch. Same. Yeah. All right, there you go. There's another successful edition of 
grab bag. We'll wrap up the show with our final thoughts coming up next year on WEEI. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I. And uh, taking a look back at some of our bet du jours from earlier in the night. Fitzy, you're, you got another one. That Mavericks-Raptors game went way over. 136-125. Wow. And I'm just going back to check. Let's see, because Stiz also had some action in that game. Scotty Barnes first basket. I believe that's what he was. Scotty Barnes is going to be all star. I agree with that. He was first basket. R.J. Barrett. Ah, my second guy. Son of a gun. Son right, of a so gun. I hit one, so Stiz didn't. But he he took a high he took a high payout flyer, right. which we said that's if right. you were going to put them into a parlay, you could at least do all three. If that doesn't hit, yeah, then you just put yours and mine together. We'll see how that works out. And this Mavericks team is going to be taking on the Celtics on Friday. Luka Doncic tonight, triple-double, 30 points, 11 rebounds, 16 assists. There's there, I'm telling you. He's creeping streaming. up the, yeah. And then Kyrie had 29 points in the uh, in the win for the Mavericks. So the Raptors kind of this stings because they had that pizza party. They were not able to carry that over. The morale, dead. Uh, I took Sabonis to have over was it, 39 and a half points, rebounds, assists. He currently has 10 total, but they're in the second quarter. So still plenty of time left in uh, in that one. Uh, as for tomorrow, the Boston Bruins welcome Bruce Cassidy to the TD Garden. How do you think uh, old Butch Cassidy is going to be is uh, that, received? Is that old Butch's uh, first trip back east since he brought the cup to Cape Cod last summer? I was going to say, it's got to be, right? First one, because he coached against the Bruins last year, but not mm-hmm. after. You know, we didn't know he was a Stanley Cup champion. So, yeah, how do you think that's going to go? I think, he, you know what? If Bruins fans do anything less than give him a massive round of applause when he is announced tomorrow night, then they, they, they haven't done it right. Yeah, I think Bruins fans like him. I think that was a guy that I... It was weird because last year when they got rid of him, I was like, how can you put it on him? Like, I don't blame him for it. And then they bring in Montgomery, and they are just an absolute wagon. You're like, all right, well, maybe it was the right call. And then, bang, you lose in the playoffs. And at the exact same time, Montgomery wins. And it's by nowhere near the the same level of, you know, Tom Brady winning his first year when he, when he left the Patriots. Mm-hmm. But there was something to that where you're like, all right, the, the Bruins need, they need a change. They need to do something to break through. And the coach was kind of the fall guy, and then he follows it up in year one. First of all, he was unemployed for like 20 minutes. He immediately got the Vegas job, and then they win the cup. Like, that was insane. And he was hired within a week, wasn't he? Yeah, it was super quick. Yeah. And the Golden Knights are playing well again this year. They beat the Bruins uh, in their meeting out in Vegas in, uh, in overtime. Like, what the Bruins usually do is lose in overtime is what it kind of feels like. But, yeah, Bruins, who are – kind of stumbling around right now. They're playing, you know, not the best hockey. They, they, they've been grabbing these points, so they're not, like, falling drastically in the standings by any means. In fact, they're still 
tied for the most points in the division with 82, and they're one point now behind the Rangers for the most points in the conference. But the last, what, 12 games, they haven't really looked right, and they get a tough opponent tomorrow. And I'm sure Bruce Cassidy wants more. Of all the regular season games that he has, this is one that he is uh, circling big time. Yeah, this has to be one where he... I mean, he won the most important game already. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like yeah. going back home to show the... He doesn't have to show anything to the Bruins now. Like, he does not have to go back nope. in and be, and show ownership in the fans. Like, you fired the wrong guy. You should never have let me go. He won. He seems genuinely grateful and appreciative of all the time. I mean, for God's sake, six seasons, six postseason runs. What are we doing? Yeah, I thought, I thought he was great. And uh, now it's funny because one of the guys at the center of it was Jake DeBrusque, right? Like, that was one of the guys. Yeah. And now, I mean, he, he responded ever after. Yeah, yeah, he did last year. And now, like, he could be traded this year. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they end up uh, dealing him before the deadline a week from Friday. But we shall see. That's at least a good one tomorrow. Bruins and uh, and the Vegas Golden Knights. And let's, uh, hey, your game right now, you have the Sabonis yeah. triple double. You yeah. have the uh, the Sabonis play that's thirty nine and a half. Yeah, Kings points, Nugs. rebounds, okay. assists. Yeah, Kings Nugs, which is a, a good one going on right now. Nug- uh, Kings have a, a lead second quarter in Denver, so could be a good one. All right, Fitzy, a pleasure as always, sir. We will talk to you next Monday. Great show, great grab bag, great yep. times for all. Thanks, Rich. absolutely. And uh, Stiz, I know you got Red Sox baseball the next couple of nights. We'll talk yeah, to you next Monday as well, right. or next yeah. Tuesday maybe. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesdays, I think for spring okay. training. All right. Well, either way, I'll be back tomorrow with Andy Hart. So everybody have a great rest of your Wednesday night. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. There's only one left thing to say. Stanley, good night, buddy.